everyone and welcome. This is episode eight and in today's episode, I am actually going to go over some of the tactics that I use to make my life more efficient. And I've gotten a lot of requests for this because so many people have emailed me and said, you know, I get your emails all the time. I see your social media. You know, how are you doing this? How are you, you know, running your business and getting all this stuff done? And how many people do you have on your team? And all these kinds of questions about efficiency. And, and that's actually one of the things that I've really been very good at, even since I'm a little kid. I don't know if any of you follow any of the kind of astrological personality charts, but I will share with you, I'm a Virgo, which astrologically the sign is generally very organized, very efficient, very practical. And so that's that. I'm not really sure. I don't want to go down that conversation, but someone had asked me that. And I want to share with you guys some of those things. I want to go over networking and and just really kind of give you guys just a breather from the industry itself. Everyone already knows it's mid-August. We're in the midst of holiday pre-buying. Halloween is already booked. Some trade shows are coming about. Super Zoo is next week or the week after rather. And some of your bigger distributors are having their open houses getting set up. So all of this stuff can seem super overwhelming, especially if you're a small team. And, you know, Petrop Shipper, there's several of us, but we're a small, big company is what I always like to say. You know, I like to do things small. I like to be hands-on. But as you grow your business, you know, you're not necessarily going to be able to do that. So one of the segments I'm going to also discuss is, you know, and, I, and I've said this before, the importance of reading entrepreneurial books, reading motivational speaking books and kind of following those kinds of podcasts. Gary V has a great podcast. He's a New Jersey guy. So he speaks to me very well, does swear a lot. So if you listen to podcasts in the car and you have your children, definitely want to wait until you can put your earbuds in because he does swear a lot. But this guy comes straight from the heart. You know, he, he gives really good insights. He owns a marketing company. I shouldn't say he works for but then there's all kinds of other entrepreneurs. I stumbled upon a book, and that's the reason behind this podcast today, is I stumbled upon a book called Chillpreneur. And, you know, I listen, like I said, to a lot of entrepreneurial books, and I'm going to be going over them over the course of our podcast. And the book that I read was Chillpreneur by Denise Dunfield-Thomas, She's an Australian girl. She has her own coaching business around money and not finance, but around money and mindset. And I saw the title and I said, oh man, the cover of this book looks great. And it's summertime. It's a beach scene. And I would love to be a chillpreneur. You know, as a small business entrepreneur, you know, we wear many hats and we do many things. And, and I really want to go over some of the keys that she mentioned in this book, and I made some notes, and she talks about something called a keyless life. And I do highly suggest you listen to this book. She's got a really great voice. She's super sweet. I really enjoyed listening to her. I follow her podcast. I'm very much interested in learning about her, her money boot camp, but I do know that I have to limit myself and I don't have time. But some of the things she discussed, and I'll get right into it, is the keyless life. So she explains this story in the book about 
how she's a mom and she's got babies and bags and carriers and her purse and all these things. And she really needed to get into her minivan and she was like struggling to find the key. So eventually she upgraded her vehicle to one of those vehicles that has, you know, the watch or the key fob in order to be able to just walk up to the car and it recognizes the key fob and it opens the door. And she said that this was really a game changer for her. So then she really was looking for other areas in her life to create a keyless life. So as a small business, I looked at this and said, how can I implement this into my business? And one of the things that I've always done this, and, and if you guys want to take notes, I, I would suggest this and maybe write down some bullet points as to where this might work for you. But I've always set up billings that need to be done on automation. And of course, you know, like any small business, everyone needs to budget. Everyone needs to map out where bills get paid, when they get paid. And of course, always making sure you're paying your suppliers, paying your credit cards, if that's how you're paying your suppliers. So clearly there's four weeks in most months. So I broke down all my bills into the first week of the month, the second week of the month, the third week of the month, and the fourth week of the month. And looking at when these bills are due, both personal and the business bills, and mapping them out according to my income, according to sales revenue, and, and things like that. So looking at your bills, you might have to sit down, take a, a piece of paper, week one, week two, week three, or use a spreadsheet. I personally use a spreadsheet and I'm going to share a link to that spreadsheet on budgeting in the bio of this podcast. So you guys can download that and look and see where you want to fill in your equations to, to that spreadsheet. But, but really budgeting it out. And if you have the ability to set those up on auto pay, most banking apps today have auto pay. So you already know the 20th of the month, the rent goes out for your space or your credit card payment goes out or whatever those payments are that are really, really important to make sure that they're being covered. And I know most electrical companies have, you know, set these things up within their system. So billing is really important. Taking bills off your plate and just managing and knowing that you just have to manage and make sure the money is in there so that you don't have any more problems as far as, you know, bouncing checks. But billing is really important. The second thing, too, that I find really important is obviously housekeeping, whether it's within your home or within your business. You know, everyone needs to clean a bathroom. Everyone needs to sweep or mop a floor, whether it's at home or, like I said, in the business. But if you can afford to hire a housekeeper at home because you are really busy and you can afford to do so, hiring a housekeeper once a month is a really great idea to do all the heavy lifting and scrubbing of things and you know, whatnot. But if you cannot afford to do that, I've been online. Pinterest has so many different blogs on how to efficiently, you know, clean one room at a time and, you know, chore charts for children based on their age and things like that. So, I mean, as a small business, you definitely have to get, you know, your family on board. You know, I have a timer set up when recycling is in my town so that I can make sure to, to tell my husband, you know, tomorrow's recycling you know, and, and let him take those things down. And, you know, he's, he's good about the trash, but recycling because it's monthly, sometimes it falls on a weird day, whatever, but you know, housekeeping. And then the thing that I really love 
setting up is auto shipments with your suppliers for you know supplies and needs so us as a wholesale company you know we need lots of products we need packing tape and fragile stickers and the thermal printers for the labels on the boxes and bags and boxes and toilet paper in the office paper towels cleaning supplies pencils ink and all those kinds of things so wherever i can set up auto ship what i've done was and some people have, have talked to me and friends in businesses and they've all said you know how do you determine when and how frequently you get that so what i do is i normally look and see when's the last time i placed an order for that when i'm due so if i'm due to order order paper towels for our office and i look back and i say wow i ordered those paper towels a case of paper towels four weeks ago now i know that i need to have that set up every four weeks and again like billing you know you definitely want to look at you know making sure that the funds are there I have most of that type of stuff set up on a credit card where I get percentages back, which then, you know, that's a whole other conversation about, you know, what do you do with that money back? Do you use it just to pay the bill or do you, you know, kind of tuck it away somewhere in a savings account or, you know, note for it as an income or things like that. But back to setting reminders. So brands or companies that I can't get reminders set up. I do like to set up a reminder in my phone. So I have my iPhone. I like to do that stuff on my slowest day. And, and we're going to get into picking your slowest day of the week where you can either work from home or you can come in a little later or you can leave a little earlier. I personally prefer the coming in a little bit later because then I set a timer for myself. So just to give you a little example is Wednesdays, we don't receive any deliveries. It's a pretty slower day in the aspect of receiving deliveries, receiving calls, setting up, you know, podcast videos, Zoom calls, vendor meetings, and things like that. I like to pick Wednesday morning. I take a few hours to myself, get up, you know, I get up at the same time every day. And that's also critical for, you know, making sure that you're being as efficient as possible. Running a small business, it's work. You know, I know some people are like, oh, but you know, some days I'm more tired than others uh, you know I catch up on the weekends or I go to bed a little earlier um, you know and I, I try to make that work so again I'm only giving an example based on my my life and and how I'm, I'm doing things and hopefully some of this will resonate with you guys so I take my Wednesdays and I go and I look on uh, Staples or Quill or whatever company I'm using and and I look at it and I say okay Wednesday mornings the first Wednesday at of every month I need to make sure that I'm ordering paper and bags and you know whatever it is groomers need to order their shampoos and grooming supplies and things like that so automating your supplies for work and home another thing that's really big for me and I'm not sure if this is really going to be important for everybody but I share it with you guys is I use a food prep service now I grocery shop on Sundays that's my day that I pick up all my groceries, all my fresh vegetables. But I work out three to four times a week. So food is really critical for me. And I'm in the office, you know, right after the gym. I, I like to go to the gym in the morning. Some mornings that's not possible, but I, I definitely make sure I get my three weight training 
days in. So eating obviously goes hand in hand with any level of exercise. But if you're a small business owner, you need to make sure you eat. You need that fuel. You need that nutrients. You need that protein. You know, so food prepping services I found. And I found one. I just started with this. So I've decided that, you know, I do my own food prep. But Sundays it takes all day to make sure I have all my meals planned out and make sure I have all the supplies that I need. So a friend of mine at the gym had mentioned a company called Gobble. There's no affiliation. I just started with them and they have a large variety of different foods. The meals are, they're delicious. We just started with them and I'm, I'm really enjoying that. And then as you set up your weekly schedule, you can order, you know, three meals a week, four meals a week. They do two per person. They do four person meals. So this might be something for you busy entrepreneurs who are like, God, I'm tired of ordering out. I'm tired of coming home tired. You know, meal, most meal prep services that are out there, the meals generally take about 15 minutes. I noticed for me, the portions are a little bit on the smaller side, especially with the salad stuff. But, you know, I just pick up a couple of spinach salads or whatever the case may be so you know you'll you'll learn to evolve with some of these things with the setting reminders and when you need to order things and meal prepping but if you're busy holiday season's coming up i i would highly suggest doing this or if you have a friend or a neighbor or, or a family member who's retired you know consider you know hiring them and saying hey listen would you mind to do me a favor mom cousin sister brother you know, if you're out grocery shopping, can I give you a small list once a week? Your family is, is probably, for me, the, the biggest support system. So so that's that. So just to recap quickly, you know, setting up bills on auto pay, setting up daily routines for your housekeeping, whether it's at home or in the offices or at your job or your business, ordering, reordering supplies and setting that stuff on auto reorder or, you know, setting up timers in your phone, meal prepping, and then, you know, using calendars for your phone, I use an app to schedule calls, which in the event you need to set up time with a vendor, I like to use Calendly. Some vendors are using Zoom, but you could still incorporate these apps that will not only download these appointments into your phone, you can put things in your phone and it'll also transfer over to the app. So. In the event you have a call with someone who is not necessarily going to use the Calendly app, you could put that in your phone and it'll block out that time on the app. So that's really great when you need to make calls for whatever it could be. It could be a vendor call, it could be a distributor call, it could be an interview call, it could be a call with the bank, it could be a call with you know a sales rep to set up training time, whatever it is. You know, these apps, again, they do take a few minutes to get used to. They take a few minutes to, to really manage. But once you get used to using them, you'll check these things, you'll set up these types of plans, and, and they really do become second nature after a while. It's no different than, you know, checking your social media account. So that's that. I did mention picking your slowest day and sticking with that. If you know that this is your slowest day, you have a staff member who can open up for you, and you say, listen, you know, I'm going to come in at, at 10 o'clock because I want to catch up with these things. But be sure that you are, you know, making sure that you are checking up with these things. I mentioned here about creating spreadsheets and blocking time to batch work. So for the really tiny entrepreneurs who are doing their own social media posts and 
doing blast emails to their customers. What I suggest is doing these things once a week. So again, I take my Wednesdays and I batch out my blast emails and my social media content. We use constant contact so you can create and save these blast emails that you're working on and then schedule them out once a week for the month. So if you haven't been consistent with that, take the next two weeks to do two weeks worth of blast emails and then you'll be ahead for two weeks. So if you decide to take a vacation or some time off, you already know that your emails are gonna go out they're already batched and set. You're doing that one day a week. I do check those things on Wednesdays, but Sunday's really my biggest day to, to do some of that batching because I've worked on them during the week when I do have a little bit of downtime and then I batch them out all on Sunday. I reread them. I'm a horrible spell speller, so I always make sure that I check with the spell check several times and I make sure that all of those are batched out. I use Canva for social media posts because they're very creative. I love all the you know, templates that they have. So I batch those out as well. So batching out my social media posts and batching out my blast email posts, that has been really critical in helping me stay really consistent with that. Then one of the things that I saw on social media the other morning was about your personal social media accounts. Now for me, I really am the entrepreneur within the business, but of course our business is the pet dropshipper business, but we've begun to have a lot of people outside the pet industry wanting to hear my reviews on the books that we're reading and some of my takeaways for those things. So I was talking to a mentor of mine and she was saying that your bio on your own personal social media account really should go over the areas of expertise that you feel are very strong in. So I said to her, you know, but that's my own personal thing. Like I'm posting pictures of like birthdays and my nephew and, and those kinds of things. And she says, it doesn't really matter because when people are in your business, they want to be in your business, right? Like it's a, one of those kind of catchy, you know, ways of saying things. So yes, my business is pet dropshipper and the dropship business and the wholesale business, but I am also a part of that and it's my expertise that they really want to follow. So if you're in your store and you're your groomer, you're your daycare, you're your dog walker, you're your trainer, yes, you may have a business page for your social media, but making sure that your bio expresses who you are and, and updating that. So of course I said to myself, you know, wow, how do I, you know, do that without, you know, really kind of, you know, making sure that I'm expressing and, and putting it out to the world who I am and what I'm about. So I looked at a couple of the people that I admire and I follow and I partake in courses with a couple of different entrepreneurial groups. And next week's podcast is all going to be about that networking. So stay tuned with that. And I'll have some links to some industry networking things and some entrepreneurial networking things. I'm just doing a little bit of more research for you guys, but that's just a little spoiler. But really kind of looking at, you know, the people who you're like, wow, their content is great. You know, you're not copying it. You're looking at it and then tweaking it for your business, just like this podcast does 
constantly. I'm reading and listening and, and hearing what other people are up to and listening to great ideas. And I want to make sure that, you know, we too are, are able to share with each other those things. So, so I've looked at a couple podcasts, customer people, not customers, people that I admire, and I've looked at their bio and gave myself like a breakdown of what they say and then how it would relate to me personally and making sure that the business is, you know, mentioned within that so that this way you guys all know what it's about. So I thought that those things were really important, you know, setting up things to make life a little easier, being more efficient, and then just, you know, just reminding you guys, take it day by day, take one part of this podcast and break it down. If it takes you a couple weeks to, you know, set up automation for billing, your household, you know, housekeeping routine, setting up reminders for reordering, maybe looking into a food prep service, planning your social media posts or blast emails, and then looking into how you can create a more seamless, keyless life, then take some time to do that. You know, be patient with yourself. I mentioned that all the time. Every day it's a work in progress. You know, we live in the times where social media is making sure that everything changes constantly. So, you know, six months from now or a year from now, everything I've said in this podcast could be obsolete. So just be patient with yourself. If you were to ask me where to start, I'd say start at looking at your slowest day and blocking out some time for yourself so that you can then tackle those other areas of the business and your personal life. And that will give you guys some more freedom, which freedom then creates a little more calm in your life, which then gives you a little more headspace to be creative. So I hope that you guys enjoyed some of these pointers and some of these bullet points. I do want to mention and shout out again to my author friend in my head. She's not physically my friend. Denise Dunfield Thomas. I do suggest her book, Chillpreneur. She does have a second book and I have listened to that book and it's Get Rich Lucky, the B word. Um, I won't say that. This is a family friendly podcast. But um, that was a really interesting book, and that's more around money blocks and mindsets and things like that. But the Chillpreneur book was really great. It was a sweet book. It was an informative book. I highly suggest that book. And send me any messages. Reach out to me via email, info at Pet Drop Shipper. If you are in the pet industry and you would like to set up a call with me, our calendar link is www.calendly.com forward slash pet drop shipper and that's calendly c-a-l-e-n-d-l-y dot com forward slash pet drop shipper and i look forward to hearing from you guys and getting some feedback and stay tuned for some more entrepreneurial tips and some pet industry information so thank you so much have a great day take care